I've always believed the foundation of our fulfillment in life doesn't come from our success, but rather the strength of our relationships, not only with others, but also with ourselves. And how we develop a deeper connection is through self-reflection and purposeful conversations with those around us, especially like-minded individuals. And that is exactly why I created the What Fulfills You card game, to cultivate both more meaningful relationships with others, as well as ourselves on the journey of personal growth. I certainly use these questions as a guide for journal prompts and weekly check-ins with myself. And of course, when I am playing this game with friends on a Friday night in, you bet I am enjoying it with a glass of wine or two, who knows. Shop the card game now at whatfulfillsyou.com and enjoy an exclusive 10% off for listeners only with the code whatfulfillsyou10 at checkout. That's whatfulfillsyou10 at checkout at whatfulfillsyou.com. Enjoy! I'm Emily Elizabeth, and I'm the host of the What Fulfills You podcast, a show for and about individuals always seeking to be their best selves. On this show, we talk all about building the mindset, finding the right careers, creating meaningful relationships, and so much more. Welcome to the What Fulfills You podcast. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the What Fulfills You podcast. My name is Emily Elizabeth. I'm your host. And as you can probably tell by this week, I am on a little bit of a different podcast schedule. If you are a normal listener, I typically release my episodes on Tuesdays, as you all know. And this week, it has been Monday and Wednesday. And I did intentionally plan to have a bonus episode for the first week of the new year but obviously a little bit on a different schedule but I am thinking about keeping this schedule I'm not really sure yet but just kind of wanted to put it out there for any of you who are confused because even for me I get confused sometimes for for the podcast that I listen to regularly and I'm like oh you dropped your episode on a different day than usual so just wanted to Put it out there, Um, but today's episode is honestly just something that has been on my mind lately. And recently I listened to a speech from Steve Jobs, but it was really a reminder for me on how certain things have played out in my life. And it's a topic that I always actually love to discuss with people kind of around the theme of does everything happen for a reason or do we have, you know, more control over it? And I've said it before, but I do believe it's 50-50 in that uh, the timing we don't control, but there is a significance to the timing, but it is up to us at the end of the day to make those final choices and take on opportunities as they present themselves to us. And so I essentially just share a whole reflection slash how I have connected the dots since I graduated from high school, which for me, I think was the time that I really started to become my own person and I really got to explore who I wanted to be and um, along the way I do share how I had thought this should have been potentially my path or I you know again prior to graduating high school I would have wanted it this way and then I went a different way but then choosing that specific path ended up leading to 
certain events along the way that really did ultimately lead to this podcast, the card game, and you know, even my move to New York City, my move to LA, all of that. And for me, when I listen to other people reflect on their lives and the specific milestones or events that have had a major impact, but at the time they didn't know yet, for me, it has always been helpful hearing those stories. And so for those of you who enjoy that as well, I hope this episode serves that for you and to help you navigate this upcoming year. And as we're still in that reflection mode slash that new year momentum, I hope this can really provide some values. So with that being said, we shall dive into it. So today's episode is going to be about a theme that I feel like is a great one to talk about for the beginning of the year, especially. But this theme as a whole has been extremely relevant in my personal life, as well as just how it's parlayed over into my career and whatnot. And I was hesitant to put this one together because, once again, I sometimes am unsure if it's worthy for you guys. But I realize there have been many episodes where I felt the same way. But to my surprise, a lot of you guys will reach out and let me know that you loved that specific episode and, you know, provided certain value for you. So um, I hope just by sharing my personal experiences in depth on this episode will serve that value as well. And if you're not the type that really likes to learn by hearing from people's experiences and their reflections on it, then maybe this episode is not for you. But to begin, I want to share a quote that is probably one of my top five favorite quotes of all time. And I read this in his biography, but this was part of his commencement speech at Stanford University in 2005. And this quote is from Steve Jobs. And he said, again, you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backward. So you have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in your future. You have to trust in something, your gut, destiny, life, karma, whatever. This approach has never let me down and it has made all the difference in my life. And during that speech, he shared truly how the dots have connected from his time at Reed College and how he dropped out. But even when he dropped out, he stayed on campus to drop into certain classes and how one of the classes, I believe, was like a typography class. I don't know if that's how you call it, but basically, you know, um, all the fonts and, and all that that you see on the computers today. And he had mentioned that without having dropped into that class, aka without dropping out in the first place, the pretty fonts that we see on our MacBook, and he also said Windows, um, they would not exist today had he not attended that class and again that was years before he really hit it off with Apple and everything that he went on to build and so this theme about connecting the dots like I said it has been a big one in my own life and I know just from hearing about other people's experiences when I was going through the rough patches of trying to understand, did I make the right decisions? Is this the right path for me? 
I remember when I heard from other people and how they had the same uncertainty at certain times, but how it led them to wherever they were, they realized it was, it ended up being aligned. It ended up being right. And that had always brought me a sense of comfort, a sense of maybe just more of like a sense of belonging, like, okay, others have done this before. And even if, you know, certain parents or certain friends, whoever in my community might not agree with what I choose to do with my own life, I have to trust that the dots will connect later on. And so that's why I am sharing this with you, especially for those of you who might want to feel that same you know, reassurance as I once had needed in my life. So I guess to really bring it back, I'm going to backtrack it to high school. So this is at a time during my senior year of college and we're going through all of the acceptance letters and figuring out where the hell am I going to go to college. And truly, I think this is really where the beginning of my own individual independent journey began. And that started with not getting a direct acceptance from my dream school, which was USC, University of Southern California. And what I mean by direct acceptance, um, it means I, I was accepted, but I did have to go through their Trojan program where I'd be abroad in London or Paris, or I think there was maybe two other cities as options for nine months. And I have a certain relative family member in my life to this day for some goddamn reason will still nag me during the holidays oh you know imagine what your life would have looked like if you went there and it's funny because you know I I can't emphasize enough as I've gotten older and wiser I start to realize that I would still choose the same path that I had chosen for myself from the time I was 18, knowing what I know now. And yes, that does mean not going to my so-called a dream school, but I grew to learn that this person had insecurities uh, from their past that they clearly wanted me to fill for them by going to this great school and all of that and I have so much respect because I actually have a lot of friends that went to USC and I still love the school but looking back now I see why I made the decisions that I have made and I have no regrets about it in fact like I said I would do it all over again and I just remember that at the time I, I didn't feel fully aligned to just simply go abroad for almost a year just so I could go to the school. It, to me, it, it wasn't what I felt aligned with. And that really didn't sit well with a family member of mine. They wanted me to go and do this path, but I didn't. And so I ended up choosing to go to UC Irvine which some of you might not be fully aware about because I don't really mention about it anymore. And whenever someone goes, you know, where'd you go to school? I always say Chapman just because that's where I graduated. But I did attend UC Irvine for the first two years of college. And I did so because I primarily liked the area of Orange County in Newport. 
And for me, growing up in a town of 8,000 people in rural Pennsylvania, Orange County was 10 times better than where I grew up. And I just was excited to be in a completely different environment and who doesn't love sunny California. So I went there and even actually as a tangent, I didn't have this in my notes, but I am glad that I went to UC Irvine over Pepperdine. I think that was my other option in terms of my best choices to go straight to California. And it was between UC Irvine and Pepperdine and I decided on UC Irvine, even though I didn't love that school and I didn't love um you know what came about of it I am grateful for that experience I guess one of the dots from this period of going to UC Irvine was that I did meet my first long-term boyfriend where we dated for about three and a half four years total as I've repeated that story many times in the past and I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but we did live together during that second year of college for me, and we also did have a dog together. And the dog part is relevant because during the end of my fall quarter of my sophomore year, so around November, right around Thanksgiving, we were walking the dog around the Chapman campus because his car was being serviced up in that area. And so we were just killing time. And at that time, we ran, or actually I shouldn't say we, it was rather my dog, Milu, he ran into the dean of admission. And my dog at that time, he was a little puppy. He was tiny. And I still have this video where everyone was just freaking out and in love with Milu. He's truly such a cutie. He's pretty much a Cocker Spaniel mixed with Maltese and Chihuahua I think Um, but he at the time he looks like a mini golden retriever except with shorter hair and so that event was significant because him and I the dean of admission we struck a conversation and he asked me what year I was and he was just so warm and friendly and I just remember being so surprised because I was like, wow, like this is so different from my experience at UC Irvine. And so I, I think at that time I was lightly considering transferring there, but had no serious interest yet. And I probably had mentioned that to him. But later on, as you know, I transferred to Chapman the following year in the fall. And he had a significant role in that transfer process just in making me feel like it was the right decision i remember i had also initially uh, i was planning to major in communication studies and because i was coming from being a business major business economics major and had you know certain business classes under my belt already he was like you should consider strategic and corporate communication which was a new major within their school of communication that was essentially half business, half communication. And so again, without having ran into him and with and being able to discuss this transfer process with him, I may not have actually chosen to major in SCCs, which is just the nickname of it. I may not have chosen to major in that Because I think during my application, because I had probably already started the application by the time, you know, him and I were discussing things and he was helping me out. 
um, I think I had marked like my first choice major was communication studies. And so I had changed it after him and I discussed it and I looked into it and was like, I think you're right, you know. So again, dots are connecting along the way. Shout out to my dog for being such a cute one. And for the record, for anyone wondering, well, because my ex and I were not together and you know, where's the dog, right? I do still have the dog. He lives with my parents and that has been for years now. He's been living with my parents for four-ish years now. Um, it's been pretty much since the time we broke up around 2017, which I'm about to get to as the next dot. And um, I think it's overall long-term, it's been great because, um, you know, my parents have an empty nest. We have another dog that's older. She's 14, um, yeah, 14 or 15 years old this year. And so, you know, unfortunately, her time is slowly coming to an end. And I do think for them to have, you know, a dog still around um, after my other one goes, unfortunately, I think that's uh, long-term wise actually really healthy because I do think they need that kind of playfulness around and also just to have um, company around <laughs> you know again dots connecting later on it worked out for the better you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need Viator book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Lately, I've been drinking Magic Mind almost every day before I start working for the day to help with getting into the flow state. Whether you are still in college or you work full-time like me, I know we all have those days where it feels extremely difficult to stay focused and on task. While I don't judge myself for lack of productivity, I do care about how effective I am with my time because time is precious, so why would I want to waste it? Something I've been genuinely really shocked about with Magic Mind is not only how good it tastes because I'm super picky, but also actually how well I stay focused. I mean, I don't know what it is, but if I'm being really honest, I get distracted kind of easily and it's been working wonders. So let's break down what Magic Mind really does. It is known to increase and improve productivity. It has very little caffeine and it only comes from matcha tea. It's a great alternative for coffee if you drink coffee for energy and focus. Or if you are like me, you can drink it alongside because I personally cannot give up my coffee. I love making it in the morning. It also helps fight off fatigue and brain fog as well as some ADD symptoms. And the best part, it is all natural ingredients including adaptogens, matcha, and nootropics. I highly recommend you give this a try if you are already considering it. It comes in a box of 15 and I like it so much. Sometimes I drink it twice a day. And even better, you can enjoy 20% off your purchase with the code FULFILL at magicmind.co slash fulfill during checkout. That's fulfill at magicmind.co slash fulfill. Enjoy! 
So on to the next point, as I mentioned, we broke up in 2017 and this was while I was struggling with my own character and needed to work on myself, that whole shebang. And during this period, which was essentially for about eight to nine months, I really felt alone and realized I needed to reset and find a stronger focus for me to have, but then also more importantly to re-identify who Emily was. I do remember feeling like that part of me was missing, the identity aspect, and I felt like during this relationship, I had put a lot of emphasis on, you know, the us aspect, but not the who I am aspect and so that led to me trying to again work on myself get some help so to speak and so I listened to a lot of podcasts I got into Tony Robbins Tim Ferriss I started reading from Ray Dalio his book principles was very impactful for me also the book the subtle art of not giving a fuck was also very impactful for me And again, those are relevant sources for me because without that feeling of being down, I would not have been driven to to go resolve this for myself and within myself, right? So as I'm learning from some of these thought leaders, I'm starting to recognize what I have been lacking for a while, which was primarily meaningful connections and relationships amongst my friends, the people I surround myself with, and then, of course, I just in general, the relationship I had. And that led to some deep questions I would ask myself, and then I would eventually ask people just to kind of see if they were on that same mindset frequency as me and as I have mentioned way back when I had released the episode um, about the card game this was indeed what led to the what fulfills you card game because majority of these deep questions I was asking myself and reflecting on and asking other people during that time they are the same exact questions in this card game and the reason why I, I even asked other people these questions was because, like I said, I was seeking more meaningful relationships. I wanted to feel more aligned with the people in my life. I wanted to know what values they lived by. I wanted to know if they even had principles they lived by, right? So, you know, it was hard too because at the time I was only 20 years old, I think turning 21 that upcoming February, And obviously, um, you know, that's a lot to go through emotionally and mentally at that age, again, alone, because I didn't share about any of this with my parents. So obviously, finding like-minded individuals was difficult, especially because not many people around my age were thinking like this, but at least some of them were slowly beginning to or some of them were already molded in a certain way from their own background that enabled them to have these type of conversations with me. Another dot I wanted to point out during this 
time that I, again, decided to go to UC Irvine slash live in Orange County, California, instead of going that London path, then to USC, I had incredible side part-time jobs, and both of which I did for the entire four years of school. And one of them was tutoring. I actually found this job on care.com, I believe. And it was four years with this family where I had started out with tutoring the younger girl. She was, I think, seven or eight years old, I think in second grade when I started tutoring her. And I think she was in fifth or sixth grade by the time I, you know, was done tutoring because I moved on to a full-time job. But this family became really significant in my life and they're still significant in my life today because they are incredible supporters of me and they have that same growth mindset that they instill within the kids, within their overall family, but then also just like, you know, both the parents, they're extremely hard workers, very business savvy. And in fact, recently the mom, she had purchased 10 card games of mine and I'm assuming she probably you know maybe gifted them to colleagues and you know family friends and all of that which again they have an incredible network so for me I know just that it has paid dividends you know later on in my life right Um, and that's just something you you can't predict you can't you can't predict or, or expect or hope to make happen. It just kind of does by by chance, by life and, and right time, right place. So um, it's incredible for them to have seen me grow from the from age 18 to 22 and, um, you know, still being able to connect with them. I actually formally said goodbye to them when I moved to New York recently And I actually had drove, I had spent the day in Orange County and I drove down from LA to Orange County to just kind of do my goodbyes in Orange County and had made time to see them and got to see the whole family. So it just really shows you the impact of building meaningful relationships, even when you, again, could never expect it. And then the other part-time job I had was coaching figure skating, which is just a big part of my life figure skating as a whole but then also coaching and being able to give back to the sport I love um, that has always kept me busy and that also kept me really focused when I realized that I was struggling in school actually the first quarter of my entire college career I had a 2.8 GPA and just was not doing well and because of that, and I was never, I never had a GPA that low ever, I was like shocked and forced myself to sign up to coach even more so that I could not go out and I could not party on the weekends for the upcoming quarter, which the following quarter, I did get all A's, I had a 4.0, but then of course, when it evened out, I think I only had like 3.28 or something, so I still had work to do. But again, I'm really grateful because it did keep me focused. And so moving on to the next connecting dot, I transferred to Chapman University in 2017. And this was when I finally got to meet more like-minded friends and start to have a more like-minded community in my life because looking back I can certainly tell you I did not have that 
at UC Irvine and I had friends there, but they truly never had the same goals, values, and just way of thinking in life. And I just, you know, not that you can't be friends with those people, but there is a difference between a friend and a best friend and future bridesmaid, Mm -hmm. which is a relevant topic here. But I remember when I was considering dropping out of my sorority, I was a Delta Gamma. And I, it's not like I wanted to drop out because I didn't like it because I did enjoy it. I just started to recognize that my focus was elsewhere and I wasn't sure if being in a sorority was worthwhile for me anymore, especially because the events and all, I just was not in it, you know? I was really starting to focus on building my business, elite skatewear. I was starting to get into stores. I was really passionate and proud of myself and starting to make a career out of it, right? So I I really heavily considered dropping out before sorority recruitment, which was at the end of January, which is like right before spring semester for us. Um, But luckily, I did not because I did end up meeting one of my best friends from college named Nicolette. Uh, during this sorority recruitment preparation because we were in the same group and I'm sure we would have met another way because we are in the same sorority. I remember that moment of becoming friends with her and actually like getting to talk with her more frequently because of just the nature of what we were doing. I remember that moment was actually a big reason as to why I decided to stay and not drop out after recruitment because I finally made another close friend within the sorority and at this time too I actually did not have many friends yet because this was still you know only a couple months in to my time at Chapman and I remember I had so this is January so I was turning 21 in February and like I said, didn't have many friends. So I invited her, even though I just barely met her, I invited her to my birthday brunch. And um, I had invited some other friends from Chapman as well that were kind of like, you know, surface level friends, not fully reliable, um, which proved to be the point because one of them ended up not being able to show up. The other one just completely couldn't show up either. Um, I forget, I think there was a third one and I think she was like, oh, who's, who's going to, you know, the birthday thing? And I'm like, okay, you're clearly, you know. So anyways, this was what, like four years ago, three years ago? No, four years ago now. Wow. Um, and then I had another friend from UC Irvine that actually showed up. She was so sweet. She brought me flowers, but she could only stay for a short period of time And so after she had left, it was just me and Nicolette. And, you know, I had this huge birthday cake, um, (laughs) which was crazy because it was just like me and one other friend uh, because my other girlfriend had left. And so in total, it was just three of us at my birthday brunch for my 21st. And um, the, the last person that was there with me was Nicolette. And... I just remember how impactful that was for me because, again, I would not have built that connection with her the way it happened had I not stayed in the sorority and, you know, again, 
just by chance we got put in the same group together to we in sorority life we call it bump groups when we're doing recruitment on like the recruiting side um, we have these things called bump groups that's how we cycled through the conversations and all of that but I just have to say um, I like I was so surprised that for someone I knew in such a short period of time was was so you know loyal and was like so excited to be there for my birthday and I just felt so grateful for that and so I'm glad I stayed because that leads to another very important dot which was me meeting another best friend of mine today her name is Avery who has been on the podcast twice and she was a transfer and joined Delta Gamma during that recruitment time and she was like bound to join for sure because I think her mom was a founding member of the sorority or of that specific chapter actually and Um, The reason why this one's relevant is because I am going to be one of her bridesmaids in her upcoming wedding this May. So that's just a couple months from now. And it's crazy because she has made a crazy impact on my life as well. She, I've mentioned this before, she's an extremely selfless and kind person. And she was always a big supporter of me throughout college especially you know the end of junior year and then going into senior year I really felt like I had a person and I mentioned this during like a speech in Delta Gamma when I became more involved my senior year ironically but I had mentioned how I I knew she was going to be a future bridesmaid of mine and you know vice versa and here we are right which is which is crazy because, you know, we, we tell these stories, but you just don't know when and if it will happen until it happens. So just to kind of reiterate on that, you know, I had this initial desire to drop out of the sorority and just no longer participate. But then I ended up giving it one last chance. I stayed. I participated in recruitment. That's when I met Nicolette. She was pretty much the main and only friend that stayed to the end of my birthday brunch and she was like so supportive getting fun photos for me just making me feel so loved for someone that I knew for such for such a short period of time and then you know later on I had spent Thanksgiving with her at some point with her and her family but then because of her and help making me feel the desire to stay in the sorority that's how I met Avery who is getting married in May and I am one of her bridesmaids and it's um it's just crazy and um I think the last point to that with Chapman is that I I truly fell in love with the academic experience and the irony is that I never had Chapman in my mind or on my list in high school which is not really surprising because it is a small private school in California so for someone coming from Pennsylvania it's like what are you doing out here? But um, it wasn't uncommon for out-of-state students to come to the school. In fact, it was pretty common. But it just goes to show that the dots really connected and aligned. But I would have never known or saw that from 18. And had I listened to what a family member had strongly advised me to do, which is you know, go on this international path and then come back so you can go to USC and all of these things, right? As much as I would have, you know, wanted to, I just didn't feel myself aligning with that. And I'm I'm grateful that I didn't because I truly have always believed this in that 
you are the only person that knows the best next decision for yourself. You are the only person that can see right in front of you. Other people like advisors and parents and friends and whoever, they can see from the sidelines for you and they can kind of see from a distance, but you are the only person that can see where your next step is going to be and what would feel best as that next step. Okay, so on to the next major chapter, which is post-grad life and also the most recent chapter, right? Um, And these are where, again, dots continue to connect and the initial, I guess, start of my New York City path will definitely be kind of surprising to you guys. And I think there's definitely some lessons I've learned in reflecting on this, but I definitely have to note this was when I broke up with my boyfriend and this was just truly what I felt like the start of a new, like a truly a big and new chapter for me. And I don't want to be redundant with the whole breakup shit, but I do want to emphasize, and I had posted this on Instagram stories the other day, but when I was reflecting on New Year's this year, I was thinking about, you know, essentially I was connecting the dots in my head from how my life has been over the past two years. And I have to be really fucking honest in that my life has exponentially improved since ending that relationship. And I have to, you know, give it to one of my best friends, Avery, who truly helped me in that difficult time. Because being the person that ends it, it's truly not easy at all. It actually isn't. I fucking bawled my eyes out during it. And um, it's not easy on either end. So I have to, you know, really preface it with that. But I know that it took me longer than it should have in terms of ending that relationship because for, you know, obvious reasons, I was scared. I I didn't, you know, I, I wanted to justify myself to stay. I wanted to justify myself in staying and, and keeping the relationship and, and making it work. And, um, you know, it's like when when you go from living with someone and at that point, you know, we weren't. We, he was in San Diego and I was in Orange County in Newport Beach. But, um, you know, to go from like the earlier parts of the relationship where we were living together and having that kind of connection and then also, you know, foreseeing that we might be long term and then to recognizing like, oh shit, like I don't see it anymore, right? Um, it's, it's a hard pill to swallow and maybe some of you guys have been there or maybe you are in that process right now yourself and like you are hesitating to cut it off because it's just, you know, mentally and emotionally hard. But I just have to put it out there. You are doing a disservice to yourself if you hold on to something that your gut already knows just does not feel aligned anymore. There is no logical, you know, explanation about it. You just know. And I think that's, that goes with um, when you feel something for someone, you just know. And and that's actually kind of hard for me too. As someone that is more logical and reason-based, it is rather hard for me to go off of this instinct sometimes even though I can feel it and I know I have the right instinct sometimes I want to have a 
logical reasoned process with it and be able to explain a b c and d but i have to remind myself emily you can't you don't you can't have those kind of rational explanations in human dynamics it just doesn't work that way so anyways um just wanted to add it there if you are ever going through that now in the future hear it from me it's uh it's the it's hard it is hard initially even after the breakup but just know that when you're connecting the dots one to two years later after that has ended you will fucking thank yourself because i can say myself that there are so many things in my life that would not have happened probably including this podcast had had i stayed in that relationship okay um and i can say many other things too like moving to la would not have been in the cards uh, definitely moving to new york would not have been in the cards and i would have hated myself for holding back but i think that's kind of naturally what we do when we are clouded by this idea of staying in a relationship that's just not aligned with us so um yeah you know as far as i know he has stayed in the same city in the past you know not only all of his life but you know after he graduated he went right back so anyways um after that little dot in the path i started my first corporate job and i started at the company called adp and i worked in sales there and i i loved my experience as i have mentioned before but something that is significant i remember during the interview process i had gone through four rounds of interviews and one of the final ones was with all of the managers and i remember i wanted this her name was veronica i wanted her as my manager but then i ended up getting tyler and i think by the end of that interview because I just I just knew that I was going to get it I was I don't want to say I was cocky but I was very confident in my skill set back then and I am still now but just something about my boldness back then maybe it was just like post breakup momentum I was like everyone I'm getting this job there's no no there is no such thing as no (laughs) but I ended up getting a guy named Tyler as my manager and at first, I I wasn't, like, disappointed, but I was like, oh, darn, you know, I really wanted Veronica, but, you know, this will be okay. Um, but here's the thing, guys. I soon learned that it was actually the right fit. And once again, what I thought I wanted or who I thought I wanted, which I'm sure I still would have loved her, and I think she's great, and I, I did want her, but the difference was being in the group that I got or being on the team that I got, I met some of my best friends who I still talk to today. And I actually, you know, I actually talk to them on like a weekly basis. We have a group chat. We talk all the time. I always feel so supported by them. Um, They're just some of my greatest guy friends of all time. And that to me came as a surprise, not only with this job, but also just the fact that Again, I would not have built this connection with them if I was not on Tyler's team. And so this leads to another significant part during my time at ADP where I went to New Jersey slash New York City for corporate training. And this was back in January 2020. So from the time I'm recording this, this is pretty much about 
a little like almost two years ago because this was like mid-January and I was one of the last classes training classes to go because of COVID I think I was like the second to last one I think there was one more in February but ironically during this visit was when I realized how much I love New York how much I feel aligned with it and ironically this is also even during the coldest month this was January it was you know 25 degrees it was you know like the windshield was just so crazy you know um but I remember sitting in my hotel this was like the Gossip Girl Hotel on Upper West Side I decided I would move to New York eventually and my initial plan was June 2020 because my lease was ending but you know Rona had other plans and so during the summer I stayed in Newport Beach but I realized I felt the need to move anyways I really felt like OC was no longer a fit for me and I had mentioned this on a previous podcast but I met a guy who lived in LA and he really sparked a lot of inspiration and interest for me to check out LA and see it in a different lens so I decided to move to LA and I moved in August 2020. So by moving to LA, obviously new doors opened up. I reconnected with my old roommate from senior year of college who, full transparency, I, I did not like really like or I wouldn't say that, but I'd, I'd say that we just didn't fully align, um, you know, as roommates. It was just completely different beliefs on what's safe and what's not safe and what's okay to do as roommates, you know. Um, but funny enough... I think the timing of us reconnecting had a significance because I think she grew a lot from the time we had last talked. And obviously, with us not being roommates anymore, it's a different dynamic. And so we became good friends and we just always hung out in LA. We'd get dinner all the time together. She was just like my go-to person. And I still talk to her regularly to this day. And she actually just moved out of LA as well. So... We are no longer both in LA, um, but again, that was just a really surprising, I guess, um, you know, event that came about from moving to LA, um, but then on top of that, I had met more like-minded people, especially entrepreneurs, um, including my, my good friend Elia, who's been on the show, my other friend Ronnie, Dave, Dave's also been on the show, all of them are entrepreneurs, and actually... Funny enough, when I'm going back to LA for a quick visit, I will be staying with two of them because they live together. And then, you know, mentioned this before, but Elia had connected me with his friends in Italy so I can meet up with them during my solo trip, which I was supposed to be there right now as we speak, but I had to, well, no, I didn't have to, but I just decided to cancel it and push it to maybe like February or very beginning of March because I think with Omicron, Things are, you know, slowing some things down. So, unfortunately, it is what it is. But now we move to kind of that last and final piece, which is now my life in New York City, the most up-to-date part. Where after being love-bombed by a guy, this was pretty much from summer 2021, um, and feeling mentally in a rut, it did push me to learn about the power of letting go so I can get what I want in my personal life. And that is a topic I've talked about before. 
And this situation also pushed me to become more mindful of my energy and ensuring I am vibrating at a specific frequency so that I'm also only aligning with those people as well, right? So that I can only attract the ones that are operating at that same frequency. And so I remember that the day that I felt most emotionally drained from this situation, I didn't want it to overpower me and how I felt. I remember that day I felt so like anxious and just really emotionally down. I don't know how, why, but it happened. I remember even like sending a voice message to my therapist and that's, that's a, that's like a, oh, I don't, yeah, I don't, I wouldn't usually do that. So, um, <laughs> however, I remember, you know, my friend had recommended Emily just stay in, you know, get some ice cream and wine and just like take care of yourself. On the other hand, a part of me wanted to go out and just like bring back that confidence and, and feeling of, you know, good powerfulness in me. And I, I, I went back and forth. I was like, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do, but I ultimately went out that evening. And again, this was actually when I was visiting New York. I didn't live here yet. This was early August. And I think I ultimately went out because I had already had makeup and my hair done from earlier in the day. And so it made it a lot easier to go out because I'm like, all you have to do is like change your outfit and you're good to go. So that was the start of me going out in New York by myself, driven by the fact that I just got completely love bombed by a guy and just had no idea what the fuck happened some other some of my friends speculate that he actually had a girlfriend some of them speculate other things I'm just like you know what it is what it is at this point right that that was like months ago but I remember that night I had one of the best times of my life I met some incredible people that night who are still relevant in my life in New York right now and ironically at that time I wasn't living here yet but I just remember I really put the ball back in my core and I felt that confidence and sense of Emily again and it just made me recognize like I'm not going to feel like that ever again because I have the power to own my feelings and own how I feel at the end of the day and I'm not going to let any guy make me feel another way. So during this time, the first month when I moved here, I was practicing the concept of letting go and really being able to consistently show up on a higher frequency of love and joy. And during this process, to no surprise, I met a new guy And it allowed me to see how the other one, the previous one from the summer, was actually out of alignment with me, which I eventually knew even prior to that. But it really solidified that belief. And more importantly, meeting that new person served as a reminder for me and should serve as a reminder for you if you're listening as well, is that there are many people that you will love romantically or just even friendships that you will have that will serve as a purpose for you in life that you haven't even met yet so for that reason don't 
don't fret over or cry over whatever shitty situation you are currently in. And I can speak from personal experience, you know. I, I've certainly been in my own ruts. I've been down about situations where I look back and I don't even flinch about and I even share publicly on this podcast. Um, obviously, I, I give it extra time before I share. But, you know, each one, each experience reminds me and teaches me something new. And I think the biggest one has been that there are just, there are people I haven't met yet that will serve as an even bigger purpose in my life. And there are other people that are more aligned with me. I know I've been using that word a lot in this episode, but you have to know yourself enough and you have to be curious about yourself enough to know if it fits or if it doesn't. And I think too many times our gut knows that it actually doesn't fit, but we still do it anyways. You know, we still stay with the person or we still go with that person but something inside us we know and so don't settle because there are other people you just haven't met yet and you only know that when you look back and during the time that I went out on my own again I do go out with friends as well don't get me wrong I I do both right but just some nights I you know especially um, during holiday season when I was still on the east coast and some of my friends went on vacation or back in LA and all of that, um, I definitely went out more as like a solo adventure and made new friends along the way. And this was definitely like back from um, earlier in my move. But during the holidays, I'd go out with some of these newer friends and one of them had invited me to his small gathering for New Year's Eve. And funny enough, I was actually supposed to go out with a close friend of mine for new year's eve and we were going to do just like a girls weekend together something more chill but unfortunately she couldn't come up because she got covid you know omicron variant it fucking blows um so at that time when that happened i think she told me on like tuesday of new year's eve week i decided i was gonna stay in and just be on my own and do like a whole self-reflection and all that But I went out on that Thursday, the night, so like New Year's Eve, Eve, and one of my guy friends, he was there when I was out on that Thursday night, and he had, he had invited me to his small gathering for New Year's Eve, (laughs) and funny enough, I actually, so I I decided, okay, I'd I'd go to this small gathering, you know, I've been, I've been very in this mood of just saying yes, because I think there are so many missed opportunities if you say no. And I'm not saying you should say yes to everything, like dinners that you just don't feel like going to or parties you really don't feel like going to. But I kind of looked at it as, look, Emily, you fucking self-reflect all the time. You go on long walks by yourself. You hang out by yourself all the time. Like, it's New Year's Eve. Just, just, just go and, you know, just enjoy yourself. And you'll go home early anyways. You'll you know, you'll probably go home by 1 or 2 a.m. at the latest. But the irony is that I initially came into the night with someone in mind as, you know, kind of like a mini crush, no, no major interest, but I, I definitely just acknowledged it in the back of my mind, you know, it is what it is. And then I had met someone else at this little gathering, and that story is to unfold and maybe will be shared at a later time this year 
but I find even that event in itself ironic because just to really backtrack on that, even before the intended girls weekend that I was going to do with just one other friend that was coming up from DC to hang out with me for the weekend, even before that, I actually had plans to go out with a bigger group, with a group of girls. Um, I think it was going to be like one of my girlfriends, she's moving from California over to here. She's a friend from Chapman and we were going to go out kind of in a group of six or seven. And then that just ended up not happening because my friend was like concerned with what was going on with COVID and everything. So she decided to stay in California And then my other friend reached out and was like, hey, do you want to just do a girls weekend? I'd love to ring in the new year in New York City. And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. That'll be fun. And then that didn't follow through. And then, of course, I ended up at this gathering where I met someone. And I, funny enough, I found out that he actually originally did not intend to be at that party either. He was actually, I think, going to spend it on his own to reflect and kind of set up his own vision for the year as well, which is ironic because it's something that I also was going to do once the other two plans fell through. But I guess just kind of the moral of this entire episode and story of me just sharing all the dots that have connected in my own personal life, especially for someone like me who has a tendency to be more type A and rigid about structure and planning things and planning things in advance I have to admit you know you can't plan everything in life now I will say for example if you're trying to go get dinner with some girlfriends or catch up with someone or go on a date then yeah you might want to make like dinner reservations for whenever you want to go like that still shouldn't be like dilly-dallied I think I have a friend that is like super last minute about stuff like that and in the past we'd show up and we just couldn't get seated and and she would be like oh man we should have made reservations I'd be like oh that's kind of what I told you we should do um but you know I'm also acknowledging that's not what you need or should be doing for every single thing in life and you will never know if the decision is right so to speak or not right and even for me like for example saying yes to going to that new year's eve party like i had no idea what to expect in fact i kind of went into the night thinking like i'd be here for this long and and i would you know be talking to mainly these this person and whatever and that was completely not the case um but also that the dots will connect later on and as steve jobs said you can't connect the dots looking forward but you can connect them looking back. So I encourage all of you who are listening right now to really reflect on the past few years for yourself and look at the pivotal moments, look at what it has taught you and look at how it has parlayed into certain aspects of your life today that would not exist or would not have happened without the preceding event or preceding dot so to speak without that happening right and like I said the intention of this episode was to really be able to give you guys a 
a look into the dots that have connected for me. And especially along the way, I have been told by, you know, a family member and just other people that, oh, like you're going to hate LA, you shouldn't be moving there. I don't see New York City for you. It's not for you. Um, you know, you shouldn't go to this school. You shouldn't be dating this person. You know, all of these different things, right? And I'm sure many of you guys don't have that experience or maybe you do, right? So I'm saying I've been there. I have felt that before. And, you know, continuing on in my 20s, there's always going to be people that will want to tell you what you should and you shouldn't do. But if you take the time to look at how the dots have connected in your life, you will recognize that you were wise enough to make certain decisions for yourself. And you have to trust your own judgment and your own gut instinct in the decisions you make moving forward. And so I will leave you all with one last quote that I found the other day on Instagram. And it's relevant to this whole theme, but... Don't search for the answers, which could not be given to you now, because you would not be able to live them. The point is to live everything. Live the questions now. Perhaps then, someday, far in the future, you will gradually, without even noticing it, live your way into the answer. And that is all for today's episode. Uh, As always, I hope this provided some value for you and giving you some food for thought and if you did enjoy this as always I truly love connecting with you all in the Instagram DMs and hearing your thoughts and what you do want to hear more of if you have any requests um, I do take those requests as well so be sure to follow along on the podcast Instagram which is at what fulfills you And as always, be sure to check out the podcast merchandise. You can find especially the best-selling card game. I know many of you guys have been loving it and finding ways to make it a tradition to use it to spark conversation at dinner, at home. Shout out to you, Jess. Um, But yeah, the card game and everything else is available at whatfulfillsyou.com. Thanks again for tuning in this week. I will chat with you all next time.